Will a collision of new technologies really spur the next tech revolution? I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me from his Tesla is Robert Scoble, author, speaker, and founder of Scobalizer. Welcome back, Robert. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. Of course. Give us, give our audience, if you will, a brief, a brief summary of your journey through the technology world. Well, I, oh God, brief. I'll try to keep it brief. I was a journalism student and I got into a computer programming magazine, which got me into blogging in about 2000, which got me early into social media and working at Microsoft, which got me into weird stuff all over the world, which got me the first ride in the first Tesla. Elon gave me a ride, ride before he gave his best friend a ride. Uh, Flipboard was launched in my, uh, was I was one of the first people people who see Flipboard as one of the first 80 people on Instagram. Um, Siri was launched in my son's bedroom and on and on. And so I've had a front row seat on the world of technology uh, for quite a while and uh, honored to be here speaking to you from my Tesla. I know from your Tesla, no doubt. Uh, so and it, it is always an honor to have you, Robert, uh, as a guest. You certainly do have quite an array of background and it's been a wild ride so far. Your latest book, you, you're, you're an established author already. This is your fourth book, I believe. Your latest book, The Infinite yep. Retina, Spatial Computing, Augmented Reality, and how a collision of new technologies are bringing about the next revo technology revolution. Yep. It's available now, um, but what chain of events motivated you to, to co-author the book? Well, Irene and I just... Um have been in the VR, AR space for a, a long time. Um, I, I first saw AR when I visited a small company in Munich called Matayo, and they showed me monsters on the sides of skyscrapers back almost 10 years ago now. And that got me, I, this is my second book about spatial computing or augmented reality. Um, and we just started seeing that there was all sorts of things that were shifting um, and we, we think that in, in the next decade, seven industries are going to radically change because of uh, this new technology. It's not just augmented reality anymore either. It's, it's uh, any computing that human, uh, virtual being, which we could spend a whole show on talking about virtual beings, or robots like this car can drive through or move through. And so augmented reality is the purest form of this because we're going to soon be wearing glasses and we move through the computing and interact with the computing literally on buildings or on, uh, you know, surfaces or around us, right? So it's a crazy world that's soon to come. Apple's announcing new iPhone next year, next week with a, a 3D sensor in it. And they're going to give you a little taste of what that world is going to bring us. It is an exciting time. As crazy as 2020 has been, there's still a lot of really cool things that are happening. I want to get into something you said um, earlier, just a second ago. I see the book as a prediction of how the near to maybe mid-future might unfold based on a set of assumptions. Yeah. What assumptions do you have about how global society, regional culture, and technology will merge and mesh over beyond 2020 over the next few years? Global, oh man, <laughs> that's a that's a big question. I mean, um, we're about to hit into a paradigm shift of computing, right? C computing today is done on rectangular pieces of glass. I mean, even in my car, right? Let me show you my Tesla screen. 
it's a rectangular piece of glass and you touch it and you zoom in and you then you interact with the computer there. Soon we're going to be wearing glasses that can put computing on everything and everybody, right? Your your face is going to have costumes on it or new makeup or whatever you want, right? And we're getting tastes of this if you play on Snapchat or uh, Facebook it has augmented reality filters and stuff like that. So we're starting to see the, the culture shift because if I'm in a video conference call with you and we're fooling around with augmented reality filters and I'm a monster and you're, and you're R2D2 or something like that, right? And that's starting to shift how we think of computing and how we think of each other and how we interact with each other. When we get into glasses, we're going to be able to play with each other or work with each other in new ways, right? I, I'm, a couple of months ago, I was walking around a virus with a bunch of scientists, and that sort of is a, a weird, quite thing. But we were wearing VR headsets, and we were join, joining each other in this space virtually. And we were touching the virus and the chemical structures in the virus and understanding how that thing works. I learned more in an hour about how this thing works than I would learn in a in a week reading books, right? So that has deep implications on how we're going to work together, play together, collaborate together, build things together. And um, the next decade, it's not just the next decade, next few years, it's going to see a lot of change far beyond this Zoom call, right? We're all on Zoom now. The COVID, COVID got everybody in society on Zoom. And Mike, I, I, I literally have four phone calls going on and Zoom calls going on right now in my house. Right, my wife is on a Zoom call, and my kids are on Zoom calls with their teachers. Right, so that's a radical change already in in a few months. Right, but soon we're going to be actually in three D together. Right. Yeah. So soon it'll be virtual meetings. Right. Yeah, and that has deep implications. Is the conference, yeah, is the conference business ever going to really come back? People say, oh, yeah, 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 people like to meet. It's like, yeah, well, uh, do you need to go and meet just to, uh, you know, have a sales demo of something? Not really, not really anymore. So virtual reality, augmented spatial computing, it's, it's a big, broad topic, um, but you guys tackled it in this book, and um, to your point, it's not your first one. Uh, Irene Cronin uh, co-authored with you. How yeah. did you go about splitting up the writing task? <laughs> we did, well, we did Zoom calls every, every day, um, and we had, uh, we, we wrote it in Google Docs so we could write together, really, you know, and I could write, and she could write, and she could edit, and she that um we split it up by by chapters so mostly i, I wrote a, most of a chapter or i would write half of a chapter and then she would write another uh, the second half we would split it up into sections right and then we would go and edit each other's work so we had the same tone and stuff like that um but yeah thanks to modern tools you can have a zoom call and be writing together almost mind melding you know and uh I could watch her writing her piece and she could watch me writing my piece and we could, you know, oh, you, you know, I like what you said there and, or I didn't like what you said there or did you know about this or, right? And it, it uh, happened together. So it was really pretty cool. Nice collaborative effort. Um, yeah. 
based on the technology breakthroughs and related disruptions that you describe, what recommendations do you have for people to prepare uh, for the next tech revolution? Um, I mean, I, it depends who I'm talking to. If, I, if I'm talking to entrepreneurs, um, like this morning, I, I was talking to a bunch of computer science uh, students at USC, but um, if I'm talking to entrepreneurs, um, I would say understand timing, understand investor belief, and understand how that can change. Uh, for instance, um, the the guy who started Altspace VR, which now is owned by Microsoft and is a social VR uh, app. I, in the early days, I asked him, how did you get funded when there's no customers? There's nobody who has a VR headset back, back when he got funded. He goes, well, <clears throat> funny enough, you should ask, I called a uh, hundred or something uh, venture capitalists and gave them the pitch and they all told me to go pound stand. There's no customers and there's nothing here to fund. And then uh, Mark Zuckerberg bought, bought Oculus Rift, Oculus, uh, the Oculus company. And uh, a couple of those investors called him back and said, well, we've changed our belief. Right. So if you're starting a company right now, it's, fairly hard to get funded in this space because of a whole bunch of reasons. But I think that's gonna change over the next 24 months as Apple gets into the market. So you, you have to understand market windows, you have to understand investor belief, you have to start building your relationships with investors now, even if they tell you no, because in six months they might call you back like they did with Altspace VR. If I'm talking to computer science uh, uh, people like, like I was talking this morning, we spend a lot of time talking about the technology and opportunities and which company, you know, should you go to Apple, should you go to Tesla, should you go to Facebook, should you start your own company and we can have a, a good discussion about who you are and what kind of personality type you are and, and what your dream is and how light, likely you are to fund a, a company with the idea that you have. And we can work through that. Um, and then if you're, um, somebody like me and a, you know, a normal person, um, depends. Do you, do you wanna move your career into this space? Then I would start thinking about learning Unity, for instance, which is a 3D programming environment for building, it used to be video games, but it's gonna soon be everything. This car is gonna run on Unity or something like Unity. So understanding how to program in 3D, understand how to manipulate 3D, how to understand how 3D works will give you a head up. Even if you're going to be a marketer in this space, uh, having that kind of uh, grounding will give you uh, credibility to talk to people about, you know, video games and entertainment and education apps and all sorts of stuff. Because if you don't understand how it works, you're going to get questions and you're going to be in over your head. And, and if you do understand how it works, you're going to make better decisions with your career. Great advice. Robert Scoble, founder of Scobleizer and author of The Infinite Retina, Spatial Computing, Augmented Reality, and How a Collision of New Technologies are Bringing About the Next Tech Revolution. Robert, if somebody wants to connect with you, maybe they want some more of your great advice or just follow <laughs> your crazy antics, what's the best way they can do that? I, I would follow me on Twitter. I'm, I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook and a few other places as well. But Twitter is, I, I watch uh, thousands and thousands of tweets every hour when I'm watching my tweet deck. 
and I'm retweeting the best stuff that happens in this industry. So I'd watch me on Twitter and, and from there I'll link you out to where YouTube or LinkedIn. Sounds good. Thanks again for your time, Robert. And find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.